Um, we'll see how much time we can drag it out for. But we are on the line now to the National Student Financial Aid Scheme Chairperson, Suzuwe Ngasana. A very good evening to you, Mr. Ngasana. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. As I said, so much to talk about and so little time. Um, perhaps if you'll allow me to just uh, inquire of your thoughts around the recent student protests that we've seen recently. Well, uh, clearly the protests have been, um, you know, justified. Uh, just in terms of you look, you're looking at, you know, the issues of access and affordability, especially for poor students um, into universities. Uh, so they've raised an elevated number of issues, which um, I guess have been outstanding for a while. And it's brought sharp focus to the whole process of how universities, funders, including NASFAs, you know, are they making it easy or difficult for students to have access to tertiary education. Hmm. Let's talk about NESFAS. I am aware that uh, you uh, joined it just a few months ago, so you'd probably have your own vision, which if you can, please share it with us. But I I ask this against the backdrop of some of the questions that we're receiving from our listeners, which also have been highlighted as problems. NESFAS recently changing the model to make it more student-centred, for instance, to make sure that students can apply directly. But there are questions over whether or not NESFAS intends to have their own offices at universities and whether it's necessary to make students annually apply for NESFAS funding? Well, we must bear in mind that NESFAS manages a number of funds that come from different sources. I mean, we have in the region of of about over 30 different funds that we uh, administer. And some of these funds, we have selection processes that are driven by the funders themselves. And other cases, of course, NASA's drives the process. And, and there are different requirements and criteria for granting funding, uh, you know, on the different funding streams. So we, as NASA, don't always determine the criteria that is used and the requirements that are set uh, for students that are applying for funding. Uh, however, having said that, it is important that we are making it easier for students to apply and access funding. In the number of cases where I can actually say, you know, and admit that uh, NESFAS is to blame for uh, some of the inefficiencies for maybe asking students uh, to submit the same information, uh, which is uh, unnecessary. So part of migrating to the student-centered model is to improve customer service, and our customers here have been students, uh, by making it easy for students to apply for funding to deal with NESFAS. And you ask the question, uh, are we going to have NASFAS offices at universities. We will work with universities and colleges uh, to make sure that the processes are more efficient. So one necessarily set up offices at universities and colleges, but uh, certainly will uh, you know, partner with universities and colleges to make sure that uh, the life of students are made easier in terms of interacting with us. Uh, but also at the same time, we're going to be investing um, in technology, making sure that, you know, just like we have the cell phone vouchers that are now implemented for the student-centered model, 
uh, that we can have other features of using technology mm-hmm. of making it easy for students to interact with NASFAS. Just in terms of the means test that is applied uh, in a bit to standardize applications and, uh, of course, ensure fairness in terms of who really is in need. Um, I've got a question here from Dwayna Sianda Zulu saying that uh, students who have parents in government like policemen don't get NASFAS. So you planning to change this? It, it just goes to the greater question of natural students who require NESFAS funding, their circumstances are unlikely to change in terms of affordability? Well, at the moment, the criteria is that uh, the qualifying students uh, for NESFAS are those that come from families or households who earn uh, less than 122,000 rand a year. And clearly, we know that uh, the number of people uh, who cannot afford university fees that earn above 120,000 rand and I would say, you know, up to, say, about 400,000 rand or thereabouts, especially if you consider that some of the university's fees are in the region of close to 110,000, 120,000 rand in certain cases. And therefore, if someone is earning, for instance, 130,000 rand, the university fees are 110,000 rand, I mean, there's no way that person uh, is going to afford to send their children to university, to those particular universities. And therefore... The issue of uh, what is now called, you know, the, the missing middle, in other words, you know, uh, students that come from families who may end above the threshold that is determined mm-hmm. for NASFAS qualification, uh, also need assistance. And, you know, we are looking at that issue. In fact, uh, NASFAS has submitted a report to the Department of Higher Education uh, with recommendations in terms of how we may look at uh, funding some of those students. But even those students that fall below that, uh, we simply don't have adequate funding at the moment to cater for even the students, all of the students that uh, qualify in terms of the means test. Mm. Uh, Mr. Nglasan, I feel like we've barely even wet our feet here. So I wonder if you'll indulge us and allow us to call you back in 10 minutes so we can continue with the conversations. As I said, there, there are quite a number of questions that have been sent through. Is that possible, sir? Yeah, that's possible. Thank you very much, Mr. Nwasana. Susan Nwasana is the chairperson of NetSfast, and we do apologize to you all. Uh, just a breakdown in communication in terms of how to reach